0: because i've done my makeup i'm vertical yeah vertical horizontal i'm leaning over horizontal crying onto the floor <laughs> so i did fuck up the makeup I'm, my tears are just <laughs> my whole face was just cuddles yeah i cuddled a lot of men at one time hey, but it's a mentality like i was a fuck boy and i'm willing to admit it have you fucked your whole past <laughs> is the question she's trying to where do men draw the line like i the break fast and tall, or the sometimes i put like an emoji next to it to kind of hint at what kind of sex oh my god (laughs) seriously i
1: don't know we sound lame i I literally just said to steph i was like we need to do intros properly um and then i went to do it and i was like yeah nah fuck that shit so here we go played
0: in your head yeah i did you know what that does sound really lame steph you're right what was that i'm always right Shut
1: up, idiot. Um, episode 31. <laughs> episode 31. Welcome back. Uh, we That that was it. That's the intro. That's what you get. You get it's what you get while. and
0: you don't get upset. It's been a while since we've recorded.
1: It's been a while since we've seen each other and yeah. that's kind of what we want to do with this episode um, is kind of talk about why we haven't seen each other and what's been going on because mm-hmm. life's been pretty hectic yep. recently. We've yep. both been kind of non-heal um, and now we've got plans that we want to talk about.
0: Yeah, right? Very exciting stuff. Things but are on the onward and upward. They
1: are on the onward and upward, but before we get into that, I do have to give you and the podcast a little bit of a life update. Okay. So it was a Saturday night. Yes. I get home from work. at I closed work. I don't do that anymore. I, my bedtime is 9.30 on a good day. Yep. I close work, so it's like 11 o'clock. I get home and I'm like, you know what? I'm a little bit hungry. Mm-hmm. I've got to get my last of my, my cows in, my calories in. Yep. I'm going to have some sugar-free jelly with some dollop cream on it because yep. treat yourself. Yes. So I'm sitting on the couch, two dogs at the moment in yep. this house. Um. Well, side note, life update. Um. I had a second, third person living in this house and a second dog living in this house for a few weeks, and I'll explain that in a second. Um, but get home, sit on the couch, two dogs, right? Mm-hmm. Theo was fine. Yes. He just barked and then kind of walked away. And then Jinx, the other dog, was scratching at the front door. And she doesn't usually scratch to tell – like, Theo scratches you to tell you – like, scratches the door to tell you he needs to pee and all that kind of stuff. Jinx is an absolute cockhead. She'd just piss on the floor and not worry about it. Wonderful. So she's scratching at the door and, like, playing around at the door. And I was like, okay, weird. So I got up to see what she was doing. Snake. Oh, yeah. Inside, outside? in. Inside the, do- inside the oh, house. Um, yeah, sorry, Sky, I haven't told you about this yet, but you don't listen to the podcast anyway, so it's fine. Um, yes, yeah, so there's a snake in the house. Yes. So I'm like, all right, sick. Two dogs
0: and a snake. Half asleep. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool. Going to put the, uh, the jello and the dollop cream aside for, aside a, for a second. Aside for a second. Yeah, I
1: guess I should probably get the snake out of the house. Like, that was my reaction. I didn't scream or anything. I wasn't upset. I was just like, yeah, cool, I probably should fix that problem.
0: Was it an active... Snake or was it just kind of chilling? It was like, it
1: was skinny and it was long, but it was like a baby. It was okay. clearly a baby. I wasn't, yeah. it was nothing to be scared of. Even when I tried to get it out, like it didn't come at, it, at me aggressively or anything like that. It just kind of was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, <laughs> it's my house now, bitch. Yeah. So like Jinx is trying to get this snake. She wouldn't go away. The snake crawls under the rug Ooh. at the front door. And I was like, okay, well, at least now it's under something. Yeah. Like it's not going anywhere. Yeah. So I've woken Mr. Big Up. I'm yep. like, you need to sort this out. No. I was like, you need to hold the dogs back. Because <laughs> I know he's in like a dazed, confused state because he's half asleep. Yeah. Like you need to hold the dogs back. Yes. So he's got Jinx. He's got Theo. because She doesn't listen to me. She only listens to him. So he's got the two dogs. I've got the snake out. Yep. Hockey stick by the door. Bang on the ground. Yep. Snake leaves. Fucking yes. genius. We go back to bed. So I've now vetoed the dollop cream and jelly idea. Yep. Rolled into bed i'm like fuck this i can't do this um where i'm literally on the brink of sleep mr big's next to me on the brink of sleep and he goes hey em and i was like what what do you want what could you possibly want after all that and he was like want to be my girlfriend
0: <gasps> <laughs> i was like right now you dickhead! right now you know what it would have been you would have handled that snake like a boss ass bitch he would have been like damn marriage material (laughs) wifey over here i need this chick no
1: um what actually happened is his sister was up for the like well his sister came up from melbourne and gave him shit all dinner being like why haven't you fucking just done it mate like
0: i mean i really like my explanation better but no it's got nothing. well i like the fact that i held the handled the snake and
1: my big strong man just stood there and held the dogs back
0: well that's what i mean it's the part of the story i like if anything (laughs) that should be the reason why it happened but you know you don't want to romanticise it or anything. No.
1: So we can now officially put the nickname Mr. Big to bed yes. because he now can be referred to as boyfriend. Oof. Because he is indeed
0: that. Oof. And, and, the, and the blowjob podcast liaison chick, I don't know, is that the right word? What? I don't want to say Whore. No well you did the for the first I 15 know, weeks i know but she's no longer the podcast whore i'm no longer the podcast whore i game, shacked up. i've been saying this for a while too now yeah but. you
1: have been saying this for a while um but then yeah we kind of like we posted a photo on instagram of the two of us um after his on his birthday kind of thing because i was like we took a cute photo and i was like can we post it because it's cute and he was like yeah and then his first comment was like can i be on the podcast now and i was like no no, you don't get to be on the podcast now. Sorry, buddy.
0: Bitch, the nerve. The audacity. The
1: audacity to even consider that as an option. Like probably eventually, but not right now. Just no. relax. This is my my this is my platform. Leave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I have a boyfriend. Mm. I met his family. Yes. He lived in my house for two weeks.
0: <laughs> yes, that's very exciting.
1: Yeah, so he lived here for two weeks because of situations we don't need to discuss because they're kind of fucking terrifying. Yep. Um, but yeah, he lived here for two weeks. He's just moved out and yeah, we're good. And here we are. Here we are mm. recording a podcast.
0: Well, like a lot's new with me, but not necessarily in the boy game. No, I mean, I kind of slipped and fell into something I shouldn't have last night, but we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> it happened, we're moving on. I mean, slipped technically, slipped on. and fell into it twice, but oh dear, it Steph. It was a fun experience. Was a lot of what I would expected, which yeah. was nice. Yeah. I've spoken about it on the podcast before. Came around, bells and whistles. We're pretty happy. Cool. Mm-hmm. Still yeah. alive. Well, you're having like
1: the classic Steph sex, and I'm out here now having relationships, romantic relationship sex.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Where you're like, I'm falling. Asleep Asleep Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, <good> idiot
1: <laughs> Literally after So to put that into context After um, we made our What status official Yes um, I told him I was falling asleep And he freaked out Because he thought I was going to say something else mm you were falling in love yeah you know? yeah and i was like no i'm falling asleep you dickhead he's like whoa we said we we're taking this slow. and i was like no dude i'm said i'm gonna fall asleep yeah, like good night chill what, what are you chill. thinking about get your head out the gutter yeah <laughs> get your head out. and then the, the next morning um i texted him like we we're being stupid because we we're sitting out we're well, like both in the same place and he texted me good morning kind of thing just being a dickhead And uh, like we're laying in bed next to each other and i just texted back do you have a girlfriend <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're kind of cute Can I? you're kind of cute i
1: kind of got a crush on you do you have a girlfriend and he was like i actually do so back off
0: <laughs> oh Oof. Oof. <laughs> he's good good ex. yeah he's a good ex. Goodest so of boys.
1: happy happy on that front yes. um what have you been up to
0: well i've been in adelaide for three well i haven't been in adelaide i have been in adelaide for three weeks god damn yeah you were gone a while yeah two and a half uh, weeks So i was only meant to be there for two weeks and then couldn't fly home
1: we'll talk about that in a moment, friends.
0: <laughs> but um, other than that, no, that's it. Um, I'd love to talk more about um, my various breakdowns and stuff, but again, that's coming up, so we can... Anyway, today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let's just roll right into this one. So I wanted to talk about mindset today. Yeah. And when I hit this idea up with Emily, she was all for it because she's going through some stuff, I'm going through some stuff, and we really, really want to nail home how mindset health happiness can really change change yeah 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 (laughs) okay
1: so basically i'm like just waiting for you to say it because i don't want to take the lead on this because this is like your stuff so you say it how you want to say it
0: hear me out all right picture this it's four days before christmas yeah it's four days before christmas Steph has a lump in her neck. And can I... Just... <laughs> <laughs> that she's had in her neck for... For about eight months now. So I'd had this really uncomfortable lump in my neck for eight months. Emily took me to the, um, the ultrasound people and they're like, oh, it checks out. No, you've actually got 2 I'm like, cool. Yep. Obviously, history of cancer. I'm like, this yep. is a bit sus. This is a bit interesting. Had a little freak out. Had a bit of a meltdown. Was like, fuck. Refused to tell your mother. Refused to tell my mother. That went down really interestingly. So, no, so we're like, all right, we'll get you in for for an MRI. Now, I've had probably two dozen MRIs since my cancer in 2012. Um, So, I'm like, oh, yeah, routine shit, blah, 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 blah. They've all been clear, stuff like that. Um, Yeah, went and had a routine MRI just to check out the stuff in my neck four days before Christmas. She's like, yeah, no, yeah, no, you've got lumps in your neck, um, but I'm more concerned about the brain tumour growing back. Yep, that checks out. Mm. Checks out. Mm. Um, Give it to me for ruining Christmas. Just quietly. I mean, we did talk about that in the Christmas
1: episode, that something was bound to happen. <laughs> and we didn't was, exactly foresee brain cancer. We thought she might have left the turkey in the oven too long.
0: But if like. It was going to be anyone. It was going to be me. My justification is, so my younger brother just got diagnosed with autism and I'm feeling a little left out of the drama circle. I like the attention, right? So I just had to go ahead and grow another brain tumour because I don't know if you don't know this, but the world revolves around me. Oh, yeah, main character. I am the centre of attention. You are the centre of gravity. And must remain that way. So here I am with our our buzzword stage two brain cancer, Mm -hmm. which is nice and exciting. It's been a really tough six weeks since finding that out. Have flipped my entire life on its head. Yep. Which has been really fun. Um, But no, so I was in Adelaide for the last three weeks to have surgery to remove the two lumps out of my neck. They came back benign. Yeah, 14 of them out though, not just the two. Um, a lot bigger than they should have been. So the lymph nodes they took out were, some of them were like
1: three centimetres in size. And just to clarify for anyone who doesn't understand this, because I don't, they take out, they took out anything above a centimetre.
0: Yeah, because so the, that's when it gets concerning. The
1: fact that she had some at three centimetres, like uh, that's like a 20 cent piece plus, right? I had
0: like second and third heads growing out the side of my neck. But kudos to you, you kept them under wraps really well. Right? No one could see. Mentally, physically. You could feel them though, which was yeah, really funny. Yeah, it was you gross. you refused to touch yeah. them.
1: I always refused. To. She got here this morning and she's like, do you want to touch my scar? And I was like, no. Yeah. Like,
0: talk about the sick scar for a second. It's no. like 10 centimetres yeah, up it's, the side of my neck. It's decent. I don't know. I just got cooler. I'm a badass now. You're a badass I ride now? a motorbike. I've got neck scars. Like... Gentlemen, hold your ladies back.
1: (laughs) I'm about to turn some bitches. Come and fool your
0: missus. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: Oh, dear.
0: But no, it's been a bit of a whirlwind, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Mentally have not been okay. Yeah. Which I think is a
1: good thing to talk about on today's episode. And you got back last Thursday. So it's now Monday. We're recording day of release again because this – well, now it probably makes a little bit more sense to you guys, like why we've been recording – day of why mm-hmm. we've been so all over the shop yeah we haven't really been as on to it as we were in the first couple of months of mm-hmm. the podcast because we have been like you've been dealing with this and yeah. then I've been trying to help you as much as I can which is not easy uh when we <laughs> live in two different places and, and
0: you're like what can I do to help and I'm like literally nothing I'm just going to go li- sit yeah. in a dark corner and cry um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and then
1: yeah I've Got a few things of my own as well. No nowhere near brain cancer, but a few things of oh, my no. own. Each
0: one everyone has their own battles.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I guess probably why we've been a little bit scatty recently. So that's yeah. about it. But yeah, we wanted to talk today about all that. So you've got health concerns, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have been dealing with um we talked about my PCOS previously. yeah Um i have been bleeding for the entirety of this year so far and yes. feeling a little bit fucked up in mm-hmm. the head having many a mental breakdown finally got myself to a doctor i was avoiding it doing a classic steph maneuver i was <laughs> avoiding the doctor because i of
0: you to assume i avoid my problem
1: <laughs> <laughs> but am i wrong <laughs> um because I didn't want – it's it can be quite expensive to hmm. deal with um, that and it's going to be quite expensive and I don't have very much money to my name right now. Um, but, yeah, so I was avoiding it. Finally got myself to a doctor um, who has PCOS herself. So I was like, first thing when she said that, I was like, thank God you fucking understand. Yeah. Because half of the issue is, like, people not understanding. Um, and then, yeah, found out that the – I've got the implant on in my eye, like mm-hmm. arm, the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably the reason that I'm pretty fucked up right now. So now I'm like the crazy psycho in the movie who wants to just scratch the shit out of their arm. Yeah. But it's getting cut out next week. Um, it couldn't get cut out until next week because I'm getting the Kylina, not the Marina, mm-hmm. put in, um, which is a smaller one, but you can't have potential spermies floating around inside mm, no unprotected sex for you yes yes from tomorrow yeah through and i had to have i have to have like ultrasounds and stuff first i'm going back to the same place that you got your ultrasound done by Ooh, the way yes yeah amazing. i was like oh yeah i know where that one is because i had to drag some bitch's ass there when she refused to go <laughs> um so yeah i'm going back there and then i'm gonna hopefully sort that out and my brain's gonna be less fucked and my body's gonna be less fucked but yeah no not brain cancer but still like it changes your and it mindset a little really
0: does like for the first up until like four days ago yeah when I say the first little while up until four days ago I've been an absolute disaster Mm -hmm. so I kind of want to roll into coping mechanisms yeah and what you did to get past because obviously I think I could be wrong I don't know you you know you but I I feel like your stress comes through in when you're super stressed you try to distract yourself by achieving things but then you get more stressed because it's hard to achieve yeah anything when you're stressed you know what I mean kind of I guess I
1: I've decided in recent history that my stress is better described as frustration Mm -hmm. um in terms of I get frustrated when things just keep going wrong. I get frustrated yeah. when I can't catch a break. I get frustrated when I'm three years out of a degree and still a bartender. I get frustrated when I can't find the time to do the podcast stuff because I'm too busy going to doctors and getting snakes out of the house and fixing car windows that are getting smashed. Thank you to my uncle for that one. <laughs> um yeah, that was a three day in a row situation, people. Yeah. Um meltdown central. Yeah, snake car, doctor. I was like, for fuck's sake. Yes. Anyway, um, yeah. So I probably like I need to routine is really big for me, mm-hmm. um, and that's what like lo- the last two weeks. Um, I'm just gonna say his name. The last two weeks, Matt and I have been really like Matt's the boyfriend. Matt's by the way. boyfriend. <laughs> the last two weeks, we've been really like busy with different things. Obviously, he had to move in here. That wasn't something that was planned. His family's been up. That's been really like, that's taken a lot of our time. So we've both said collectively that the next couple of weeks, we really want to focus on our routines and getting back into one. Um, And even just this morning, like I said to you before, I got up this morning, I did my uh, measurements for my program with him, um, lit a candle, put on some lo-fi beats, made myself a coffee, sat at my computer, just looked at my calendar, looked at my shit and just like figured out what I'm going to be doing for the next couple of weeks and just like centered myself again. And this this person today versus the person I was yesterday is a completely different person. Yeah. Because yesterday I was a fucking mess. Mm. Like, and the day before I was a fucking mess because I have been feeling so overwhelmed because I've been out of control. And I think, you saying that, like, I need to achieve stuff mm. is right in the sense that I need to be checking things off a to-do list. I yeah. need to be, like, need to be hitting goals. I need to be that kind of stuff. When I'm all over the shop, like, I eat, I ate like shit last week as well because mm. it was his birthday. And um, we said we were going to kind of write off last week and start fresh this week. But I felt like shit all week because yeah. of it because I wasn't following that same kind of, like, thing I do every day usually. And I wasn't hitting the goals that I wanted to.
0: Mm.
1: So... Yeah, I don't know, I guess just being like me being able to be honest with myself that that's why, and it's taken me a fucking long time to get here. Like, I thought for ages that I was just, like, overthinking things and whatever, or a control freak. But no, this is just how I need to operate, and I'm not the 23-year-old that's out partying, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't have no interest in that. Yep. That sends me off the fucking rocker, and... It's only recently that I've been able to say no to my friends and be like, no, I need to do my shit yeah. and get my shit done and cope with my shit that way. Because when I go and blow off steam, the traditional ways by drinking, mm-hmm. partying, all that kind of stuff, that actually makes me worse.
0: Yeah. So Well, that's come Christmas. Once I'd obviously gotten the pretty terrible traumatic news, um, I drank myself into like not a hole over Christmas, but I drank a couple of bottles of wine, a whole bottle of Shiraz gin. I was like, mm, could be doing better things to my liver. So I stopped drinking. Yeah. Because I turned around and I went, if I if this is my coping mechanism now and it's all downhill from here for a little while, like this is not going to be good. Yeah. Which is why I stopped drinking. But similar to you, I've never been more control freak in my life. Mm-hmm. I think it's because um, I feel like my health is so out of my hands right now and I just have to kind of exist. Yeah. In this third person, I just have to observe what's happening to me in my body right now. And I can't do anything about it. Everything else in my life is to a T. Yeah. Like diets, back on point. And again, obviously, it's been three weeks kind of, of shit being in hospital. But before then, it's everything's meticulous. I had my vision board set up. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I've also, I've waited for a long time to tell the podcast people this. So let's, remember how my things like toxic positivity? Yeah. Let's talk toxic motivation. hey tony robbins how you doing (laughs) so two days after i found out that i had brain cancer again i've gotten an a4 piece of paper and i've printed out bitch you have brain cancer again get the fuck out of bed and it's right above my head where i sleep (laughs) so my alarm will go off at like 4 30 in the morning i'm like fuck i don't want to get up i'm depressed as shit just want to lay on the floor and cry and then i look up and i'm like fuck you past steph the fuck and i and i'll get out of bed don't call me out like that every day <laughs> funny though so this is where i got myself caught out two days ago i had two days off work obviously surgeries just happened i'm feeling a little bit down yeah. in the dumps because i haven't been able to do anything physically yeah um <laughs> i've been spending a lot of time laying on the floor yep depressed staring at the ceiling crying like this is just my jam right now yeah really good about it had like 2010 jams playing a lot of david getter like standard yeah yeah, yeah. So instead of laying in bed crying, I'm laying next to my bed because next to my bed I can't, like the my little positive thing's not right above my head. Yeah. So it's like off to the side. So I'm laying in the ceiling looking like crying and stuff. And I'm like, fuck you, positive Steph. I'm a lay- I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to lay here and cry. How about that? So, yeah. So you played yourself. It's like a conversation I had with myself in the middle of a meltdown. You played yourself playing yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, checks
1: out. Um, when you said just then, like, you've got everything else meticulous because you mm. feel like you've got an out-of-body experience with your health, I'm like that with my career. Yeah. Like, every day at work – And I, I had this conversation with Matt recently, and he was like, holy fuck, I can't believe, like, that you managed to put it into words because mm. I feel that I that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. I was like, I feel like when I go to work, obviously – or like when I'm doing things that aren't the career that I want to be doing, it feels like an out-of-body experience. It feels like I'm living someone else's life. And I think it's the same reason as your health. I have to have everything else meticulously planned yeah. and in and exactly the way I want it because a, like a massive chunk of my life isn't how I want it mm-hmm. and I have no control over it. Like I... Can keep applying for jobs. I can keep putting myself out there. I can keep, but then I, I'll apply for ten jobs, and then I know in my soul, I'm like, I don't want to do that.
0: I don't want yeah. to do that either. Like, it's like, why am I wasting time? Yeah, applying for things that aren't because, goal?
1: and we're gonna talk about this a little bit more um, in a bit. But like, a lot of the things I want to do with my life, I just need to do them myself. Yeah, because I've got a lot of a lot of things I want to do is not something that already exists. Mm-hmm. I have quite the entrepreneurial bone in my body yes. in terms of like I'm fucking pissed at the world and I want to change that for the rest yeah. of the world. Yep. Um, so it's a matter of finding something now mm-hmm. that I can do in the meantime while I do that. But I need to find something that isn't like doesn't feel like an out-of-body experience at the yep. same time. But that's kind of how I've been coping with that is making everything else as meticulous as possible so my out of body experiences at work don't feel so dramatic yeah, to cope with what you don't have control over and i may have just realized just then in talking about this that the reason i was in such a bad way with work last week was because everything else in my life was up shit creek without a paddle because we just rode off the whole week yeah i still trained but like i was eating like shit mm-hmm. i wasn't keeping to my schedule i was cuz i was and even having matt living here for 2 weeks like we were getting up in the morning and going to the coffee shop we're still getting shit done but I get up in the morning and I sit at my desk and I you know like it out of your routine it was out of my routine so maybe it wasn't sitting as well with me as I thought and maybe that's why I had a breakdown Mm.
0: but I don't know maybe I'm just working this out while I'm talking about it right now (laughs) she's sitting across from me having like the eyes are lighting up there's light bulb (laughs) moments revelations over here Maybe I'm not actually miserable. Maybe Lord I just or need some <laughs> higher power. Yeah. I'm right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but maybe I'm just not. Maybe I'm not actually as
0: miserable as I think I am. Maybe I just needed my life back. Maybe you just need to talk it out. Maybe and really lay everything out in front of you. Hmm. I just distract myself. I my, I am horrible for distractions. Yeah. I'm like I feel and oh, this is another thing. I'm, I'm not a depressed person. Yeah. I've never been a depressed person. I never experienced like depressed sixteen. I was having this conversation with my mum because I'm very much a depressed person now. Yeah. Just recently. Like, it's only, it's a rut. Everyone's allowed a rut. It's a thing. We'll like, you're back.
1: you're feeling the feeling of depression. not yeah. Like,
0: not the clinical depression yeah. kind of thing. Toxic but positivity. Come back at yeah. me. Yeah. Like, I'm ready for you. Just fuck yeah. me up the ass. You know, like.
1: Interesting choice mm. of. Mm. Yep. Just
0: like life right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah. Life's fucking you up the ass. So, you may as well.
0: Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> as, you was, as you were going to say. So, I said to my mum, I'm like, you know, I've never been. Sorry to drop the buzzword but I've never been like suicidal like I've never been that kind of depressed I was laughing with my mum about it because obviously like spicy trauma I was like every time I shit rainbows and go through periods of shitting rainbows life's like hands me a pile of shit and goes what about now (laughs) like you're being tested (laughs) you love life you are you're not depressed what about now (laughs) (laughs) I'm like no one's still happy it's fine what about now yeah, and I, I had this little revelation. So, of my do you mom. think this
1: is life potentially telling you you need to deal with your problems?
0: I don't have any problems. I don't know what you're talking about. Case in point. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, no, how, about think, <laughs> how about now? How about now? No, I was talking to my mom about this as well. I think I'm about to go down like a bit of a like a higher power. I know you hate it when I do this, but I think it's I'm fine. at the point now where I'm like. I'm meant to do something that's not for myself and I'm mm-hmm. meant to do things for other people, which is why I came up with the idea that we were talking about earlier. Because I I'm, I sit here and I'm like, fuck, the, whatever the higher power is, spiritual, a God, whatever, did not put me through all this to have me die Yeah, and just die with it all. Yeah. I feel, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I've bottled up all this trauma and gone through all this stuff and I'm having my own meltdowns and working through my own stuff and I need to use that – seed to then help other people
1: yeah I'm I'm much the same I guess on a different level though like on a different scale but I not like knuckled out my why you know how like people talk and like the motivational people and whatever they all talk about your why and I knuckled down on it I was like what motivates me why do I want to do these things why do I keep because i keep coming up with ideas like you've said in the past that i'm turbulent in my ideas like i spitball ideas everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. and i keep coming up with my these ideas and i'm like what is the crux of them what do i actually want to do mm. and i realized that i didn't want to like i don't want to be some famous influencer i don't want to be some famous podcaster i don't yeah. want that's not the, the reason i want to do it yeah. like i want to do all these things because i'm confused i'm frustrated mm-hmm. and i can't think of anything worse than a million people after me being in the same situation yep. if i can change that confusion and that frustration for just one person 10 people 100 people however many people it would be that i could i know would have felt like this mm-hmm. if they didn't if put it this way if i if I don't do something about the way I feel and don't make life better for other people and I know that other people are going to feel like this, I'm going to feel shitty about myself. Yeah. I would rather, and I want to, make sure other people don't feel the same way as me.
0: Well, it's what we spoke about on the podcast with, um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, the, the finance gentleman. Ross. <laughs> Ross. This, this is th- why I do the books. Yes. <laughs> Who was amazing. and. It, I think it was him that said to us, "Is like you need to remember that there are so many people out there that don't know what you know. Yeah. Right? You think everyone knows what you know until you realise that they don't. So you take that knowledge and you you use that to drive you Mm. to teach others, help others. Yes. Mm -hmm. Is this time you want to drop a
1: bombshell? I'm getting all like... Butterflies, (laughs) butterflies <laughs> she's like smiling ear to ear because she's like there's a really good segue here for me to talk about our things we were bro- it was really strange this things this morning we both came in and we were like kind of like like oh we're we gonna talk about this stuff blah, blah 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 and then Steph was like I have this idea and I was like yeah I kind of have an idea too and then so we- now we're getting
0: shirts <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah we were like really coy about it we're like yes we have these ideas and um yeah so and then we started talking about it we we're like oh my god this fucking idea is sick
0: we are gonna do this we we'll are gonna do this yeah, yeah, so we got really excited. So do you want to do you want to take the lead, my darling? Take lead. So first of all, I'd like to say that Emily and I are now accountability buddies. She hasn't hundred percent like given me a yes yet, but I've said it enough times that I feel. Oh like well,
1: it's am funny. I supposed to just? Like, is this yes. like a proposal? Are you going to get down on one knee and i am be like, I do? Like,
0: is that how this works? I'm sitting here, literally legs like spread on the couch. Like, come on. This is as close as you're going to get to me on Monday. I'm exposed. I'm vulnerable. I'm vulnerable. My coochie's
1: out. Um, but like in jeans. In jeans, but out. Um, no, I didn't know that I had to say yes. Of course, you have to say yes? Okay, yes.
0: Yeah, Emily, will you be my accountability buddy? Yes. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so the guys hey, Em, um, will you thing, be I'll my, I'll my girlfriend? Falling yeah. <laughs> asleep now. <laughs> um, all right, all right. Okay. So I was on the treadmill. Probably about... Three weeks ago now and i'm kind of like and i don't want to sound pretentious when i say this but i've been looking for a way to go okay i've got all this pain and i've got all this hurt and i don't know what to do with it because it's just destroying me and i'm like how can i use this to help other people Mm -hmm. spicy trauma lifetime full of it i'm like there are lots of people out there that have been through everything that i've bits and pieces of what i've been through if anyone's been through everything what i've been through fuck i'm sorry like,
1: and you've come a long way since I've known you in terms of being able to talk about this stuff and mm. be open. There's, there's a lot more to this cookie than people realise and that's, yeah.
0: Which I eventually really aimed to put out there. Like I really just want yeah. to get it out there and drive it home. But I was on the treadmill, tearing up, you know, my 12% incline because I just needed to get some frustrations out. And I started thinking, I'm like, okay, so at this point I've got a brain tumour, I've got lumps in my neck. We don't know if the cancer spread. I mm-hmm. don't know if it's throughout my entire body um which would really suck at that point so I kind of figured what do I want to do what do I want to get done I don't know where my life's headed I do I have to do chemo do I have to do radio might lose all my hair again what's the plan um and then I kind of had a revelation and I was like why am I waiting for a near-death experience to do all these things that I've always wanted to do yeah why am I waiting for shit to hit the fan and then I went There's a whole lot of other people out there that are probably doing the same thing, that have waited years and years either because they don't have the right friends or they don't have the right circles or they don't even have the confidence. And little things like always wanted to go skydiving, always wanted to go to a concert. Always wanted to do stand-up comedy is another one that people always, yeah. Exactly, always wanted a tattoo, like stuff like that, but they're either too shy. Like we were saying before, we don't want to talk about the stuff on our own social media because we don't want our friends to judge us.
1: Yeah, it's literally yeah, yeah, yeah. my family and the people I work with.
0: <laughs> yeah. So what I've – in comes Project Death. It's Project Death, a call to life.
1: Project Death is such a harsh name, but I feel like it works. It
0: works. It's spicy and it works. Spicy is my new favourite word, by the way. And it works. <laughs> the spicy and golf. The concept behind it is I, I want to put a call out there to anyone. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you know me, if we don't know me. Hit me up because if there's anything you've ever wanted to do within reason, like I'm not going to go, I can't even say that on air. Nothing illegal, basically.
1: Nothing illegal, also don't solicit her for sex. I'm just going to put that out there as well. Yeah, I
0: didn't know how to say that Put it
1: back in your pants, boys. That's not what we're talking about here. It's
0: it's more so if there's anything you've ever wanted to do but you don't have the right people around you, why are you waiting for a near-death experience? Why are you not just like taking life by the balls and making it happen? I'll do it with you.
1: And, I, and not even that. You can even build it into a community of people who will do it that's, together. That's it doesn't good. have to be exactly,
0: you. Exactly. So I'm already thinking like T-shirts, jumpers, and I want to create this little community of people that just want to live life and that have spent their entire life going to work and not doing these things and not being the people they want to be. You know, my ex, and this inspired part of this as well, was a conversation I had with him years ago. When we went to Tomorrowland, mm-hmm. He'd always said, he's like, I've wanted to do this for years, but I didn't have the right friendship circle. Yeah. Like, Why didn't you go on your own? I didn't have the confidence. Yeah. So he waited for years and missed out on all those opportunities until he finally met someone to go with him. Yeah. Like, it's all in all, it's great memories, but imagine if you didn't have to wait like that. Yeah. So that's, that's my jam. That's what I want to make happen, and I want to bring people happiness through experiences because I'm all about experiences. Yeah. And I want to be that rock that just does these things with people. And just take the bulls by the horn and again because i don't know what's going to happen i don't know where this is going to go what the jam is but yeah. i'm not willing anymore to wait so stage two brain cancer and all stage two brain cancer buzzword buzzword i mean like I'm, I'm more advanced than a stage one but i'm not a stage four i'm very grateful very grateful that it's a slow growing tumor so it's easy to deal with um i'm not ready to be cracked open like a coconut again or lose all your hair losing my hair no i refuse to do chemo that's that's a podcast for another day so we're okay, we gonna argue about this in the future let me, I'll t- no i'll give you the biology of the science behind it for anyone who's out there so my kind of brain tumor they do radio on it um mm. but the problem is is it's the kind of tumor if you leave it long enough it becomes a stage four yeah which is obviously aggressive irreversible can't have surgery stuff like that but if you do radio you can turn it into a stage four chemo almost definitely turns it into a stage four so if it, if they can't operate and they give it a bit of radio and it doesn't work then they hit it with chemo will probably end up killing you or turning it into a stage four cancer
1: so yeah. it's like
0: it's the realization that i need to have my head cracked open like a coconut again which is terrifying it's my biggest fear waking up from that brain surgery was the worst thing i've ever done i woke up screaming yeah without enough painkillers it was horrible in an okay. mri machine might i just add
1: Someone didn't knock you out properly. Exactly. The
0: anaesthetist. I can
1: say that now. <laughs> uses needs a needs to re, uh, I don't even know how to talk. I was. Yeah. I got so hung up on anaesthetist. I didn't get the rest of the sentence in my well, brain. They fucked up. And I woke. They up, needed to. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. re-jig those numbers. I can't talk. By. I don't know. I probably
0: lied on the weight scale. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have to weigh you. Yeah, <laughs> but no, yeah. I woke up in an MRI machine with the shunt, like the drainage system, still out of my head. After a nine-hour brain surgery, cracked open, fucking screaming, drugs up terrifying. out of my mind not knowing where I was. And the thought of doing that again is so fucking terrifying. Yeah. But I'm like, it's either I do that or I do radio and chemo, which I've always, always vowed that I'd never do again. That's yeah. what I'm struggling to get past is I have no choice but to do this again, which is the worst. If it, if it grows, if it stays the same size as it is now, we
1: don't have to crack you open, right?
0: We will have to eventually eventually because when you think about it, 18 months ago there was nothing on the brain scan so it, it's growing but it's growing slowly yeah yeah Jesus so Christ. it's it's like i get to sit back and watch it slowly unfold but is there is there anything like
1: that you can do to slow it down anything that will you can avoid that will speed it up anything like that
0: probably not no nothing that we really spoken about um doing some further research into the kind of tumor it is it's the kind of thing that keeps coming back yeah so even if they cut it out again it's probably going to come back in another decade and i'm just probably going to have to do this every decade for the rest of my life so i really need to it's like you schedule your titties in for
1: one yeah. week. Schedule <laughs> your brain ju- brain surgery in for the next week Fuck it,
0: when's my nose job you know? yeah <laughs> but yeah so it's the kind of thing where i need to work around getting my head around the fact that i'm gonna need to tackle this again yeah And then acknowledge the fact that I'm going to need to do it again and again and again. And I think that doing something like Project Death and taking the fear out of it, fuck the fear. Fuck the fear. We said it before, fuck the fear. Taking the fear out of it and turning it into something really good and really resourceful, knowing that I'm going to have to do it like another six, seven times, depending on how long I live. Yeah. Yeah. Project Death, hey? Project Death.
1: We thought we'd announce it on the podcast to make her do it.
0: Now I have to do it. (laughs) Now I have to get my ass out there project death a call to life yeah anyone even here if you want to fucking start this with me if you want to be a part of this straight off the bat anyone listening yeah hit
1: me up you've message. heard it first
0: here. this is launched
1: message your now public
0: mm-hmm. instagram account Underso- underscore stephanie Wright. yep yep
1: and or message the podcast account and we can message you from steph's account yep. or however we do it
0: fuck it i know we're getting into a long podcast i don't care Let's talk about the name here for a second. What name? So my name. Oh, yes. I changed my last name on Facebook seven years ago because my dad's an abusive piece of shit. Right? Haven't seen him. Hello. (laughs) Let's just drop that bomb. (laughs) Haven't seen him since I was five years old. Have a restraining order. Yada, yada, yada. Anyway, have my last name, which isn't the name I was born with. It's a different surname that my mum married into when I was about 10. Yeah. So he had no way of knowing this last name. When I was 17, his niece messaged me on Facebook out of nowhere. I was like, hey, oh, my God, we're family. I had a meltdown. I've spent my entire life running from this man. I thought my entire life was over. I was fucked. Yeah. Breakdowns, blah, blah, blah. Changed my last name to a fake last name on Facebook. Literally the only other day. Seven years later, when I was out of hospital, I'd been bedridden for five days. I was so fucking sick of not being able to do anything. Mm. And I was like, I'm so done with this shit. I'm so done with being weak. And I had a fit. I had a fucking tantrum in the middle of my family household. I'm so done with this shit. I don't want to be weak anymore. I'm done letting people stand over me. I'm fuck the fear. Yeah. I'm changing my name back. And my mum's like, just do it. And then if he contacts you, be like, I have nothing to say to you and put that, put that asshole to bed. Like that's just, just do it. Just take life by the horns so i changed my name back and i know that doesn't sound like a really big thing to a lot of people on but it's a big thing but it's a big thing because
1: when when we first talked about this spicy trauma Mm -hmm. um you didn't even want your instagram public just in case he found you you were very even the podcast having your name attached to the podcast you were a little bit worried about that yep like this is big you, you guys may not know how big this is, but this is big. Like, Fuck the fear. She, I'm, so, yeah, I'm so
0: done. I'm proud of you. Cancer didn't kill me the first time. It sure as shits, I'm not done yet. It's not going to get me this time either. You got bigger things to do. Bigger mm-hmm. fish to fry. You're going to do a TED Talk, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck the fear is going to be the title of the Fuck TED the Talk. <laughs> Fuck. You can't drop TED Talk. It's my five-year goal, man. Oh, my God. I'm getting all excited. Up a days. Up a days. Okay, tell me your jam. My are we jam. Shirts for.
1: Tell me. We're getting jam. Ah, uh, we're getting jam. We're getting jam. Can we get jam? Maybe strawberry. Can we? Blackberry, babe.
0: What Can the I'm fuck?
1: F- <laughs> okay, okay. It's not in the meal plan. I only get teller. We can't start talking about jam. Um, <laughs> I okay. So my frustrations and stuff are around the fact that I have a degree in entertainment mm-hmm. I have a decent amount of experience as a presenter um in terms of my age a lot of the issue with presenting is around the fact that I look like I'm five um Twelve. 15 and a good day And <laughs> <laughs> and I've like stopped wearing as much makeup as well so I look even younger but anyway moving on um so I get really frustrated that like, there's a bunch of creatives, and I know a bunch of creatives because I went to uni with them, yeah. and we're all kind of, like, in this weird limbo phase, particularly with COVID right now. Like, there's no work out there. And we're like, how the fuck – how? Like, yeah. I'm like, I have a plan want like, a plan B. I have a point B I want to get to, but I have no fucking clue how to get there. Yeah. And then I'll go to a talent agent, and I'm like – I'm a presenter. And they're like, no, you're an actor. And I'm like, no, I'm a presenter. And they're like, no, you're an actor. And I'm like, no, I'm a presenter. So I have a diploma in screen. The cycle continues. Yeah. I have a diploma in screen acting. Yeah. But I'm not an actor. I don't yeah. want to be an actor. That's yeah. not what I want to do. It doesn't... Me being put forward for acting roles is an insult to actors hmm. because I'm not passionate about it. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I've been trained in it, but only because someone made me because they were like, well, I don't know what the fuck to do with you. And I try was this. young. Yeah. Try yeah. this. I know how to do that. So my little, little thingy yes. is the other people project. Yes. Um, so I love how we've named these things and we're oh, just yeah. like so keen on it. Um, so, this is another call to arms mm-hmm. for people who aren't actors or models, mm-hmm. who have no fucking clue how to break into their industries yep. because it appears to be a right place, right time. Are you talking
0: pe- people that want to be actors and models but aren't yet?
1: No, no. I don't. No. Sorry, actors and models. I love you. I don't want you. You have your people. Yep. Hence why this is the other people. Okay. Yes. I'm talking DJs. I'm talking mm. presenters. Mm-hmm. I'm talking comedy. Yep podcast any other creative like videographers all of the people like anything anything that could benefit from representation or from a collective portfolio of work with a bunch of other people who don't have representation currently who the people who go to a talent agent and they're like this is what I can do dancers let's throw you in there too this is what I can do yep this is my skill set get me jobs yes and get told to be an actor or a model yeah we are not those things i don't want to pretend we're those things there's probably plenty of people out there that are doing those jobs right now Mm -hmm. but that's not their passion that's not what fuels them that's not their fire and it frustrates the living shit out of me that i have no fucking clue how to make my life work yeah we started a podcast as a result of me being like well i guess this is it this is close enough this is the only thing i know this would be fun yeah i was like this is the only avenue like don't get me wrong I lo- I love doing the podcast. It's a bane of my existence some days, but I love doing the <laughs> podcast. But it's it was the only thing that I had control over doing yeah. that I wasn't waiting on someone else accidentally stumbling across my work. Yeah. yeah, you can send show reels to people and you can do that and whatever. There, but right? in terms of like you know right now so I've sent a show reel to the Gold Coast Titans. Mm-hmm. The Entertainment manager got back to me. He's like, if anything comes up, I'll let you know. Yeah. We're talking one job and relying on that man's memory. Yeah. Like, that's all we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's these jobs don't get advertised for. You don't go to open call auditions. You don't go to that sort of stuff. Like, or even just the same way an acting agency works where they send you for auditions because you fit the role. Like,
0: yep.
1: it'll just be... Some guy will be like, oh, I've seen that chick one time. She'll mm-hmm. do. Like, yeah. not she'll do, but, like, she fits the mold yep. kind of thing. And then they don't look any further past mm-hmm. that. So that's why I think you see, particularly in the sports presenting world, there's a handful of people doing all of it.
0: Mm-hmm. It's because it's who you know, not what you because know. Because it's so who you who know, who know, know, not what you know. Yeah. yeah,
1: your face is out there. Your brain is out Like, your your skill is out there. So they're just like, oh, yeah, we know that she's – so then the little guys don't get the shot. Yeah. And then you look at the people who are out there and nine times out of 10, the history is dad was a, this person, Mum was a, this person, dated this person. Like, and I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to be the person who relies on a family member or a partner to get my career off and running. I am way too stubborn. Yep. (laughs) To be that person. Yeah. That's, one of the things that keeps coming up in conversation with Matt because he will be very successful one day in what he wants to do and we'll probably have him on the podcast to talk about it because mm-hmm. he's very good at what he does. Yeah. Um, but that's the one thing he said to me is he's like, I'm glad that you want to be with me even when my success won't help you. Yes. Like, yep. I'm glad you want to do it on your own rather yep. than be with me for my success. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing, because he will be very successful. Yep. And he he phrases it as the person who'll take the bus with you even when they know the Maserati's coming kind yep. of thing. Like, he, if I jumped in the Maserati with him but wasn't willing to take the bus with him, he wouldn't want to be with me. And that's the type, like, I don't want to be that guy that's, like, piggybacking off other people's yep. success. Yep. I would rather do it myself, mm-hmm.
0: but then I don't know how. And we've said this before. Housewife not our jam. No. Neither of us that. Like, mm, I want to go out and make my own career, make my own. I when I get married, I want to sign a prenup for me. Oh, like 100%. I don't want the man to be like, we're signing a prenup be like, nah, bitch, you're signing, we're signing prenup. a prenup. <laughs> yeah. 50/50 <laughs> 50, 50, like,
1: like it's going to be for both. Like yeah. you are marrying him and he'll any be in my
0: shit. Yeah. Like, yeah,
1: Do not do not do this. And vice versa. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. it. And I like and then you talk about like kids and stuff like that and you know, my health issues with kids, like, I don't know how long I got. So then every year people are like, you're so young, you're so young, you've got time. And every year that passes by, like, it's much the same as you could die any minute. Like, mm-hmm. it's not as dramatic, but I could be told any day that I need to have kids now or never. Yeah. And I want a fucking career Which, before you I do that. This,
0: both of them are equally life-changing. Yeah. So, you know. Basically yes. like my
1: career dying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to my future to my future children i'm sure i love you you just
0: ruined my life you just ruined
1: my life i resent no i don't want to resent my kids and that's another thing i don't want to resent my kids yeah like i am that kid Mm -hmm. that i changed my mom's life before she was willing to have it changed and she's never told me as much but i'd be fairly certain to say part of her resents me yeah that, that she didn't become the person that she she thought she was going to be because she went and my mum's the same made a scorpio (laughs) yeah
0: no I was actually that was also a hard pill to swallow i speaking of children had a little revelation um now i always joke about not wanting kids don't want them devil spawn but i've always kind of wanted one little girl Mm. you know i just like the idea of it but then i kind of had the realization i'm like fuck if i'm gonna go ahead and get brain cancer every 10 years probably irresponsible of me to go have spawn is it hereditary? Not overly, but it's more so if like my kid was ten and I dropped it. Put that
1: through them through that.
0: Yeah, yeah that's fair. That that's was fair. a hard kind of like you. I'm like, kind of now or never. But it's kind of like being told that you probably shouldn't have kids without being told that you probably shouldn't have kids. And I'm like, mm. 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 that's a fun thing to deal with. Yeah, it's been playing on my mind a bit. I was like, I didn't really want one anyway, but I kind of wanted one. But then but now you've I, told me I can't. I really want one. Yeah, I'm like, am I the cunt if I go and have one? And then die knowing that it might have been a possibility. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, maybe a little
0: bit. It's mm. an interesting one. We're going to think on that. We'll come yeah. back to you. <laughs> we'll come back to you in like six episodes. Once yeah. I've knuckled
1: Once back, she's knuckled down on what she what she thinks that's. Yeah. That it's, yeah, I don't know. It's a bit fucked. Like, I don't know. I just, so I want to do that. that yes. That's in summary. I want to do that. And then off that, so... Like I want to give a platform to those people. So mm-hmm. the other people project, I probably should nail it down on what that was. Um, the other people project essentially would be a portfolio of creative people mm-hmm. that could be built yep. to, for people looking for creative people to yep. go to and source them. Yeah. So like a talent agency, but I'm not a talent agent. I'm not going to pretend I'm a talent agent. I'm sorry, I don't fucking know. All you need to do to be a talent agent is know people. I don't know people. Otherwise, I would be successful. We wouldn't be having this problem if I was capable of being a talent agent. Yeah. So I'm not going to pretend that I am. Mm -hmm. But if we build a portfolio of people who are all in the same boat, the portfolio becomes a talent agent, Mm. sells itself. Yeah, It's a collective place that you can go to and find people because at the moment there's no collective place anyone can go to to find us
0: and how ridiculously easy would it be to market to be like hey do you want to do this thing that will only benefit you <laughs> <laughs> You know? I'm literally asking for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you want to be a part of something that will literally do nothing but benefit you? Yeah. I don't know if you want to do it for free or you want to create like a paid platform or whatever. And maybe you get a percentage of – a small percentage of cuts. I mean, if but it became a proper talent agency, you'd have to
1: monetize small, it somehow. Yeah. But, yeah, for now, I'm just like – I'm so fucking – frustrated all the damn time so if other people are frustrated all the damn time please
0: tell me you're frustrated all the damn time the biggest thing (laughs) and what you will always hear entrepreneurs say is the biggest and best entrepreneurs find a gap in the market and they fill it
1: yeah well hi gap how you doing Mm. I have other plans and whatever that I would like to do as well but they're a little bit more if people have money they can go and steal them so I'm not going to to put those ideas Same, out there. Saying there are it. certain things that <laughs> Yeah. That, but, mm. <laughs> I'm not going to say that because yeah. the only thing I'm missing on that front is capital. Yeah. Um, like, I'm more than capable of doing that one. But yeah, so if, I don't know, like, we get a decent listening on this. We've got decent followers on, like, we've got enough followers. So, if you know anyone Or if you are one of those people who you want to do a podcast, you want to be a stand-up comedian, you want to DJ but you don't know how, you want to whatever, please, 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 please,
0: please, please slide into my DMs. Because this girl's about to do something really fucking big and I feel like you want to be a part of it. Dude, I've been playing with this idea for so long. But like you said, it's like
1: the, the thing I'm most scared of with this idea and when... Before we started recording this podcast, we were like, fuck it. We're just going to say both of them on the podcast, then we have to do it. Launch, done. Launch, done. Well, first of all, I was like, how do I start this? Yeah. Second of all, I was like, I don't want to go to work and see all the people I know who don't understand. And very sorry if anyone I work with listens to this, but it's almost like going into a place every day where people who had big dreams have given up on them.
0: Yeah. It's hospitality in general.
1: That's hospitality. Where it's, die. it's where dreams go to die. Yeah. And people end up – and I can see it happening, but I'm so stubborn and refuse to let it happen. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to face the people who are like kind of look at you with that, oh, that's cute, sweetie, but and it's not going to happen. No, and
0: this is my problem is 95% of the people in your life will give you that attitude until you make it. Yeah, And then everyone will tell – Their friends and their people, how they met you and how they knew you, although they shut on you on your ideas twelve months earlier.
1: Yeah, and that's what I mean. It's my it's my family that I'm worried about, and it's those people at work because I think they they just simply don't understand.
0: Mine is honestly, mine's my high school friends. I sit back and I don't see them. I'm like, I didn't like any of you. You're on my like, well, I did, but you know what I mean. Like, you don't really get along with a lot of high school people. Yeah,
1: your friendships of convenience.
0: Exactly, and I sit there and I'm like, one, it was nearly. What, seven it was seven years ago. Yeah. Why do I care about your opinion? But yet that is what's holding me back. Your the opinion of people. You,
1: are, you know what's really it was funny? What's really funny is you're letting people the opinion of people seven years ago hold you back when brain cancer's trying.
0: Perspective, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a terminal illness is having a crack, but no, you're gonna let some bitch from fucking grade twelve mm-hmm. who turned a side eye at you once, yeah, hold you back. I took it
0: very personal.
1: Yeah, <laughs> still, this seven thing. years later, brain cancer though. Nah, all good. I mean, brain
0: cancer. It's more of a civil war up in here. <laughs> <it's not>
1: But no, you've but got just as much control over brain cancer as you do as fucking dumb Betty in grade 12 who gave you the side eye.
0: Mm. Well, this is what, and this is a conversation I was having with a work colleague because I dropped the the C-bomb because he's like, how are you doing? And he jokingly, I had a mask on my face. Yeah. And no one at my work knows. My boss knows. My other boss knows. Other than that, I'm being very under wraps with it all. Because I feel like when you tell people this stuff, you end up babysitting their emotions about it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm too busy babysitting my own emotions about it. I've got time for you. Yeah. But no, and I had a mask on and this guy that I work with was like, oh, mask give you cancer. Ha, ha, ha. And I was like, ha, can't catch it twice. And he's like, what? (laughs) And I was like, oh, you know, like brain cancer back in 2012. He's like, oh, yeah, could be worse. You could have it again. And I was like, yeah. And then the next day he dropped another joke like that. And I was like, look, buddy. About that. i got to tell you something before you, something. you keep digging this hole. <laughs> but no, so I spat this Project Death idea at him because I was just <laughs> about it at work. We yeah, quite quiet. Sorry, boss. Um, but no, and he looked at me and he was like, how the fuck are you here? Like, how are you so excited about this? Like, what the fuck's going on behind the scenes? And I'm like, one, I'm a total disaster. Two, but I've acknowledged that I'm about to make this the best thing that's ever happened to me.
1: Yeah. yeah, And I guess that's like, we were talking about this, how we both, that's kind of both what drive. Let mean let me try that sentence again <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> one more time in English um, that's what drives both of us how it's it's all of these are uh, like misfortunes that we're dealing with mm-hmm. that we're like we don't I don't want to do this I'm gonna make this the best thing that's ever yep. happened to me in terms of like I'm gonna use it as a soundboard and as, as a traje- trajectory mm-hmm. to make something that yeah. will benefit the world yep. because at the moment, like, I got PCOS, potentially got endo as well. You th- you think people give a shit? Yep. Nobody gives a fucking shit. Mm-hmm. One in three women have it.
0: One in three women probably
1: care. The other two women don't even know it exists. Yep. Like, that's what's – and it's being talked about a lot more now because a lot more people in the public eye have had it and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I went into a doctor who has it herself and went – To be fair, you're probably a lost cause, but we're going to try and do these things because it might make it easier for you. Yeah. And I was like, that's bullshit. Yeah. Also, the fact that it's taken me the best part of three years to find a doctor that I actually believe what she says because she's not just regurgitating whatever she's Googled. Hello, I could have done that. Mm -hmm. She's actually like, oh, I have it as well. This is kind of what's worked for me. Yeah. The fact that it's taken that is stupid. So that's frustrating me. I went on a weird tangent there. That's frustrating me. There are frustrations around not knowing how to get a job in mm-hmm. my industry and feeling useless because my skills aren't like I'm not a nurse. I'm not a doctor. I'm not yep. someone who gets to roll in and out of, like, you know, you go. Or a lawyer or whatever where you kind of like you do uni you go to placement you you learn the textbooks you go you generally get a job out of your placements and then you move on and on like there's plenty of degrees like that I didn't do one yeah I didn't do one of those Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it's like I had a weird feeling the other day where I was like you know if I went back and did my life again I probably would choose one of those degrees so it didn't have to be so hard Mm -hmm. but then I hard is what makes it fun but that that's exactly what Matt said he called me out he's like he's like you no easy. you wouldn't have done that No, you wouldn't have done that and you know you know you've done it this way for a reason
0: And just quietly like people spend their entire fucking lives looking for their purpose mm. and the fact that we are sitting across from each other right now who on our own not even heads together have miraculously gone hey this spicy trauma might be a purpose yeah and we're going to ride this train to the station at the station <laughs> just <laughs> quietly it's you can't go back and change it you can't go back and choose a career that would just lead it into easy because we're not those people and that's exactly what he said and I realized that very quickly I was like
1: that's not me and yeah it's all good and well you know I had a conversation with my mother which kind of put me in an interesting state my mom's fun sometimes mm-hmm. but it put me in an interesting state she made a comment to me she was like I wouldn't get out of bed for 26 an hour yep which I mean, I got a pay rise. It's now 27 uh, We got a 50 cent pay rise. So baby. you know
0: that I make 23 But Yeah, well, that's your own fault. It is my own fault.
1: Um, no, but she said I wouldn't get out of bed for 20, $26 an hour. Yeah. I'm more qualified than my mum on paper. Yeah, I am halfway through a master's degree, mm-hmm. which goes back soon and I'm terrified. Mm-hmm. Like, my life is busy enough at the moment mm-hmm. because I'm an adult and apparently have bills.
0: Just saying, and I'm one for always finishing stuff, but if you've really figured it out that the only reason you did it is because you didn't know what you are going to do with your life, you could just... I had this brought up with me the other day. Mm. I've done all the fun
1: subjects. I've actually got the beneficial ones left, okay. like marketing, PR. Management. You know, if I yeah. want to kind of run yeah. my own companies, yep, probably yeah. not a bad yeah. idea to finish it. Because Matt said the same thing to me, and I was like... Look, in theory, that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. However, in practice, this is probably the time I need to be doing it. This like is This is probably the, the stuff. stuff I need to be doing yeah. kind of thing, like the actual beneficial stuff. Yeah. Um, like all the gaps in my knowledge where I get angry because I don't know, like frustrated with myself because I don't know things, that's probably them, yep. the rest of this degree. Um, but I'm halfway through a master's i have a degree i have a diploma in screen acting i've got like on paper more qualified than any single person in my family earn the least amount of money than all of them and they love to point it out
0: yeah
1: and i'm like thanks guys but the fact that she said that like wouldn't get out of bed for 26 dollars an hour threw me for six Mm. because i was like what does that say about me what does that say about my standards place in this world my yeah. standards does that make me a failure because i get out of bed for 26 now granted i don't enjoy it but i don't know how to not no i don't you? but that this is what we worked yeah. through yeah. is i got so frustrated because i was like i get out of bed for 26 an hour because i have no fucking clue how to make more Yeah, i've been trying it's not that i'm i don't like, it's not like i want to get out of bed for 26 now mm-hmm. this is just not a choice for me yep. right now
0: because it needs an income
1: Need an income. Yep. And the only incomes that I can get at the moment is bartending. Yeah. Because that's where all my experience is. Mm-hmm. And then you get down to the other skills and the other whatever. And that's, it comes back to that you either know a person or you, you get that job by accident or, yep. you know, I've lucked into a few jobs in this industry. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. But you get eight weeks and then they're gone. Yeah. How do you keep getting them? Yeah. And, I'm 10 steps ahead and I still can't get anything like there's people who haven't had the glimpses at these jobs that I have and that is like that terrifies me yeah because if I'm so I'm not ready to throw in the towel but if I'm so scared that I'm going to fall down a rabbit hole and end up throwing in the towel
0: Mm -hmm. how do people feel who don't have anything to fall back on like any experience to fall back on, or in your shoes but 10 years in the future yeah that's you know what I mean like all people that. in their 30s that are in the same spot you are now yeah but it's all about putting your your where you are on your journey into perspective yeah you can't compare yourself to other people no but I'm just like
1: less of a co- comparison and more of a I feel so bad for those people yeah if I'm like this how the fuck must they feel yeah you know and that yeah that com- comment from my mom through and she has no idea and she will never understand but through me completely mm. for days days like I literally got off the phone to her and just started bawling my eyes out and having melt- meltdown yeah my poor boyfriend's trying to work from home and he's like I, I don't even know what to do with you And I'm like Pfft.
0: I think it's really that funny. makes two of us baby doll <laughs> like the progression of the podcast um remember back when I didn't cry at all over anything broke with my boyfriend Kind of got teary on the couch with um with Sky and you once, and Sky was like, "Oh my god, she's crying." We were also she's watching a really sad movie about breaking up with a boyfriend. She's she's feeling something, and how much we've normalized breakdowns now. Yeah, right. We do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, it's a Tuesday. Why don't I cry? You know? <laughs> the day ends What's in the why <laughs> tears. <laughs> Ooh, salty. <laughs>
1: salty I cheese, made eggs. Life. I made eggs. There's not enough salt in them. I just might as well cry. <laughs>
0: What did I do the other day? Um, oh I can't remember what I did. I don't know, but for some god awful reason, I think I would just done. Oh yeah, no, I remember. I just finished my makeup, and this was when I was in Adelaide. That was silly. Why'd you do makeup if you're crying all the time, right? And I couldn't <laughs> cry, um and then Mum triggered me, right? Because I'd come into how that house the night before after having a meltdown in the car in the driveway at like midnight. Yeah, and I come past. I didn't know Mum and. Her partner was still up there watching TV and i walked past. I'm like, hi. Mum's looked at me. I am fucking dishevelled as shit. Eyes around. I'm like, I'm just going to go cry in the shower now. I'm good. I'll see you guys in a minute. Anyway, next day, mum's in the shower. I'm doing my makeup. Yes, we were in the same bathroom, whatever. And she tried to bring it up. She's like, you know, I know you're struggling with it. I'm like, I can't talk about it. She's like, oh, and she just kind of kept up. I can't talk about it. And I've had to just walk out. Because I've done my makeup, I'm vertical. Yeah. Vertical? Horizontal. I'm leaning over horizontal, crying onto the floor. <laughs> so I did fuck up the makeup. I'm, my tears are just... <laughs> oh, to be a fly on that wall. Yeah. I'm in the middle of the kitchen. And it's only like puppy dog tears. It's the little ones. Like, I'm not really crying, but I'm trying to hold back everything. Yeah. And, yeah, like, bend over like again, getting fucked by the universe, bent over, <laughs> straight while up the your tears ass, are falling horizontally slash vertically onto the floor. Oh my god,
1: that's my that's my trigger point for like a panic attack. I haven't even openly talked about this on the podcast, but I I have them occasionally, and it's always a combination of three things: mm-hmm. heat, mm-hmm. trying to get ready under time pressure, Steph and your something what? fucking up. Steph cleaning my house. That, there's that too. Yes. Rearranging my house. Yes. There's and that too. It's always heat, trying to do my makeup mm-hmm. under a time constraint mm-hmm. and something going wrong. Yeah. For example, hottest day all summer, trying to get ready to go meet my boyfriend's family for the first time, uncle mowing the lawn and flicking up a rock into my car window. Mm.
0: Day after a snake enters the house. Right? Yes. How, how do you, you think
1: that went down? How you doing, sunshine? <laughs> I just stood there. We were outside. And let, let's talk about it. Let's normalise panic attacks for a moment. Mm-hmm. I was outside looking at the car. Like the how I found the car was stay, I was standing inside. Matt was about to go out and vacuum his car so we could go because the dog's hair. Yep. So we could go and get his family because we were like, we don't want them to be on sand yeah, and hair yeah. and whatever. So he's going about to go outside to vacuum the car. Um, and I'm standing like inside but like looking through the door and i was like the light's hitting my car in a really funny way today like the glass is just glistening and i'm like weird there's just one spot that oh fuck it smashed <laughs> mm-hmm. driver's side window Oof. little thing popped out like a little piece of it popped out we've gone outside to look at it we found i'm more worried about my uncle seeing us because i don't want him to feel terrible so he's like because he's gone off at this point yeah we found the point of impact, which was about a centimetre away from the actual frame of the car. Lucky. Which, no, I would have, well, now that it's just, it's fixed, I'm like, it's probably good that it hit the window. Yeah. But, like, the frame of the car would have been a lot less dramatic at the time. Um, so I'm like, okay, cool. Um, right. And I've just kind of gone into this. I was okay at first. And Matt was like, you're taking this really well. And I was like, and it broke you. Why did you say that? Yeah.
0: And mm-hmm. I've looked at the
1: time and I'm like, we're supposed to pick your family up in half an hour. We need to leave. Like, I've got a fucking hole in my window. What the fuck are we supposed to do? It's going to rain today. And I've just gone downhill. Downhill from there. The rant hill? and No, just like... Mental. He's talking to me. I'm seeing neons. I can't... Blood. I, that's what happens. I just like, see not just it. everything. But I'm seeing
0: all the colours. I see
1: everything in neon and I can't yeah. do anything anymore. I'm just like become useless. Um, and he's talking to me and I've just looked at him and I've gone... I need a minute. I'm gonna go inside. I'm gonna stick my head in the freezer. And then I'm gonna come back.
0: <laughs> freezer.
1: Cool. I need to cool myself oh, down. Yes. I literally overheat. That's what it feels yeah. like. It feels like I'm overheating. Yeah. So I go inside. You should plug your walk-in freezer back in. <laughs> Just
0: go hang out in it. Just go hang out in the freezer.
1: Yeah. I walk inside, stick my head in the freezer. I'm like, okay, cool. I get myself together. He's outside. Cleaning up the glass. I didn't know this at this point. He's cleaning up the glass. I've gotten, I've pulled myself together. Gotten two sheets out of the laundry. I was like, look, I'm going to put the sheets over the dashboard so the um, the, like if the glass does pop because it's still cracking at this point, yeah. in the heat. Yeah. I'm like if the glass does pop, at least it's going to pop onto the sheet. Yeah, right. So I won't have like minimize the cleanup. So I've like done this, and I'm like, all right. So I've opened the dr- the passenger side door to try and put the sheet over through the other side. Not even thinking, just close the passenger side door. <laughs> Shook the car, knocks the window out. Ooh. I was like, for fuck's Onto sake. Onto the sheet? Out of the car. So the other way. Okay, okay. This yeah, so benefits. Yeah. But now I'm going, shit, it's going to rain. Yeah. Now we've gone like, again. <laughs> there's glass all over the gravel. Oh, the glass all over the gravel. I was like, fuck, here we go again. Yeah. So I've come back inside. I'm like, I don't know how to do Back in the freezer. Back in the freezer. I've just dropped the thing back in the freezer. Baby. <laughs> I've come back outside. Bless his soul. He's got the other sheet over the car. He's gotten some weights and some rocks, and he's put it, like, down. And he's like, it's a sheet. It's probably not going to do a lot for the rain, but it's what we've got. Yep. He's cleaned up the glass. He's got a box under the window. So if it knocks out again, it knocks into the box. Yep. And I was just like, thank God that I've – well, first of all, thank God that I warned you in advance that this is what happens to me. Yep. <laughs> and thank God that I've got myself a man that can deal with that. mm mm-hmm. And then it was fine. We ended up being half an half an hour late to go get his family and it was all fine. But I was like, this is literally my worst nightmare. Like, this is my cocktail of situations. This is like
0: all of the boxes. The, yeah,
1: this is the ultimate, like... Getting checked. So I'm going to have a meltdown. But then I was okay. We went, we got to... Meet his family. I wasn't too stressed about meeting his family, mm-hmm. but I was like, fuck, now this is a great impression. We're going to be late. Yeah. And I was like, did you tell them? And he's like, I told them we're going to be late. I was like, did you tell them what happened? He was like, no. You've got to tell them what happened, bro. I was like, oh, my God. Justify the situation. Yeah. So they got in the car and they were like, how are you? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Matt's like, we've had a morning. Um, Well, Emily's had a morning. And I was like, thank you for finally telling me yeah so then they were all chill and they didn't care and everything was fine but it yep. was I was just like Ugh. so there that then I got it fixed and it was it's fixed now but when I, when I shut the door it's still like there's obviously still glass inside the door you hear when I it? shut the door it's like crackles Ugh. it's fun yeah but yeah so um I had a low-key panic attack I don't know how we got to that story but we did because we were normalising panic attacks. We're normalising panic attacks and we're normalising me having meltdowns like literally every day the last week.
0: <laughs> we, me, you, All of us. us. Let's just have meltdowns all, all the time. Life's good. Podcast must go on. The podcast must go and on. it does go on. I shit you not, over the last six weeks since I've been a total disaster, we'll get on a podcast like, Hi guys. How you doing? How you doing? Steph just finished crying, but of course we couldn't tell anyone that. No, so. we've... um yeah it's podcast Moscow one. Yeah, the podcast must go on it's been interesting situation. well there's been days i think there was a period there where you're like how are you doing today you're good you, you're good for this yeah yeah cool
1: cool there was days where i was like i'm going this alone i need to find a co-host and then she still fronted up she still did it nah, bro, she I made it happen
0: this. distractions distractions sweet sweet distractions and
1: then she will immediately yeet herself out of here like 10 seconds after we finish recording she's like i need to go and have another meltdown and you're just kind of like yeah
0: okay bye Fun, pretty much. I don't I'm do anything like, I wouldn't do. Too much happy for one day. Yeah, back to my depressed state. That was all of my quote. dot done. Um, but yeah, what are we at? An hour and eleven minutes. So to wrap this up, accountability buddy. Yes, accountability. Can we get shirts for that too? Yeah.
1: Can we just print a lot of fucking shirts? Yeah. Can we get a <laughs> shirt that says "I'm falling dot 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 asleep"?
0: <laughs> well, this is the thing, right? I'm feeling like we should just make our own wardrobe. And it's all about... I told you, I have a new uniform. I have my
1: own personal life uniform. Yep. Black gym pants and a white crop. Mm. Like a white crop oh, t-shirt. Can with this. Yep. We just get white crop t-shirts and it fits into the uniform. It's
0: fine. Fuck yeah. It doesn't matter what it or says on it. can we get like white and black? Like mainly, you can do the white, I'll do the black. maybe Because I don't know where my mouth is sometimes. <laughs> like a lot of the time when I eat. Like all so of the time. All of the time. White's not a good color on me. That's a whole nother podcast episode. We're going to teach Steph how
1: to eat so she can wear white.
0: Find the hole, Steph. Right? Any holes a goal? Any holes (laughs) a goal. So to wrap this up. Big things are coming. Big things are. Project project death. death. The other Other people people project. project. How
1: do we call them both projects? What a fucking weirdo. We are weirdos. Okay.
0: We weren't in the same room when it happened. All I'm saying is hive mind. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We're doing things. Accountability Um, buddies um again if you guys want to be a part of this come make it happen because we're the kind of people that have a lot of drive and need a lot of distraction right now so why don't we funnel that into this stuff
1: we're also the kind of people that have a lot of ideas and then get really excited about them and then when like one person's like
0: it's bad then we're like oh see but no one can crush this idea of mine because i'm like you don't understand janice you want to <laughs> know about my problems right now keep your fucking opinions to yourself keep your mouth fucking shut bitch yeah. Yeah, so because I'm like that, you're about to be like that. I'm going to enforce.
1: Oh, I'm like this already. I just like I do it in behind closed closed doors, and I've got. Do you know how many fucking books I have handwritten in, being like, "This is all the things I'm going to do," and I just never fucking do them because Mm. I'm just like, because you're too scared of what people on social
0: media will think.
1: No, not the people on social media. They're not the people I'm scared of. Um, the people in real life yeah, yeah. are the people I'm scared of. Yeah.
0: Step one, create new socials. Yeah. Step two.
1: Step one, live a different life.
0: New name, new Fake socials. identity coming. Yeah. No, um, it's not that But I just need to grow a pair. I just need like a stage name, like a groovy name. Mine, um, and I've actually, I built a website. God, I'm so, I, can't, I can't keep going. I built a website yeah. while I was in Adelaide. Um, so the book that I'm writing, Mr. Nice Girl, yeah. That's now my stage name. So I've built the website. I've done everything like that. I'm going to link it to Project Death. It's going to be my jam. That's my stage name, which by the way, MrNiceGirl.com still exists. Has not been used before. Like bam, wham, this is meant to be. This is That's a yeah, it's not that f- left of field mm. to not be used before. Mhm. I bought the other people the other
1: people domain like yeah. e- months ago. Fuck yeah. Like 8 ago. This is
0: the funny thing. My Again, I have been joking about pegging men for ages. Mm. I said it to mum. I'm like, I was really broke. I hadn't worked in a couple of weeks. I'm just going to start pegging men for money. She's like, fine, but just think about what will happen if you get if it ever comes out. And I'm like, mum, my future name from here on out is Mr. Nice Girl. If it comes out that I'm pegging men for money, I'm going to be like, you didn't put two and two together? It'll work. <laughs> like, bro, yeah. what did you think was going to happen? What did you like, think this was? <laughs> just, just to clarify, I am not pegging men for money Yes. it was a yet but it was a conversation and i was like yeah you know it's 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 thing big things coming
1: project death the other people project
0: matching shirts all the shirts
1: just lots of shirts i think we're just gonna get heaps of shirts i'm just gonna
0: live in branded shirts from now on my own brands i'm just gonna keep making up brands and making shirts i'm very excited to turn my spicy trauma into the best thing that's ever happened to me I'm very excited to make the rest of the world not as frustrated as me. Fuck. Anyway. Ah! <laughs> we're going to have to leave that there because we've got shit to do, people. We've
1: got a whole other podcast to record uh-huh. because we're putting ourselves ahead this week.
0: We're until recording too until, until we're behind again. Yeah. So next week. <laughs> Welcome to the merry-go-round that is okay. But seriously, <laughs> yeah. ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us for episode 31. You've yep. been fantastic. Co-host here has been fantastic. The puppy dog over here has been fantastic. Co-host here has been fantastic. Doing shit. Yeah. Right. I'm so excited. Let's go before
1: yeah. we get fucking... We're going to go on for tangents forever. we we'll see you next we week. We also need to eat lunch.
0: Bye. Okay, bye.
1: I hope face was just cuddles. Yeah.
0: I cuddled a lot of men at one time. Yeah, but it's a mentality. Like, I was a fuck boy, And I'm willing to admit it. Have you fucked your whole past <laughs> is the question she's trying to. Where do men... Draw the line, like, got the breakfast on top, or then there's no, but sometimes I put like an emoji next to it to kind of hint at what kind of sex was like. Oh my life. god, <laughs> okay,
1: but seriously.